Guys, we are back with another John Syndicate slash Big Mike, Vegas Ringers, Dave Miller, Sports Insider Radio. The champion has been crowned. Kansas has been crowned. But the question is, how many people were on Kansas laying that point? I know, Dave, I was going to text you at halftime and ask you what I should do down 15. I decided to be a square, and I just laid the seven. And that's one. Congrats. Good work. We were watching. Was- we were watching the game. We were watching the game yeah, with one there. of Mike's there. good friends from North Carolina. He was wearing the custom Nike Air North Carolina blue Jordans that go for like a dime online. He was very excited. I looked at him. I said, "There's a whole second half. I wouldn't be surprised if the game's tied with 20 seconds left." He looked at me like, get out of this room right now. And then what did you think of that second half of that game, Dave? Um, well, I had a great time. I I actually went to a party. And so I didn't really analyze we what saw? was happening. Yeah, as much as I should have. But I knew a comeback was possible. Yeah, good good stuff. Good game. Kind of sad regular season NBA finishing up. But we got your favorite sport well, starting, so we're, we're good. It is. It's coming. But, yeah, Dave, I'm let so me ask you a question. I'm, I'm, going not, to I'm not with day. you on. Oh, wow. So Dave, Dave, I have a question for you because, I mean, obviously I'm not with you every day. And just wondering because you're around all these people and, and you're, you know, you were always a sports trader for many years. But in, say, the last six months, there's a lot more exposure. A lot of people know who you are. Do you? How many times in a day do you get hit up where somebody says, "What's the lock?" Or people just like don't even ask you anything. Where, like, how many times in a day do you actually get hit up with these, you know, you know, naive well, right type walk, of betters? Yeah, right when I walked into that party, somebody asked me that. Somebody goes, "Hey, I saw, I, I see your stuff. Who you got here?" And I was like, <laughs> "Nobody." So right, exactly. no, I mean, so it, and they can't believe know, it, right? Somebody puts that, you know, somebody puts that like literally every single day. I mean, at least one person puts that every at least seven days a week, over and over. It's just, you know, people are just curious. So yeah, they put that every and day. And it's always it, and it's always the surprised look when you're watching the national championship game and you tell them you don't have any action on the game pregame, and they go, <laughs> yeah, "How could much. you?" <laughs> How yeah. could you? Yeah. I don't understand. It's the it's the Super Bowl. You're right. Yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, because yeah. I get yeah. it as well. So it's funny just to hear it from somebody else. Yeah. Well, it's no, always, yeah. Cause it's like, it, oh, you're doing this. You're doing this. Like, how do you not have a pick here? Yeah. And then when I say I just don't, like, what? You have to have one. It's like a rule. I have to have a bet in that game, in the championship game. When I, when I just, I don't. Even in the Super Bowl, a lot of times I won't have a pick. So yeah, pretty good one. Um, but well, yeah, so I had a. Um, it, it's funny. I had a client that um, was has been a client of ours for a few months, and he goes, "How could you not have a national championship game? It's such a big." And I'm like, "Have you not been following what we're doing here for a month? It's like they're." They remember and they follow the rules, but when it's that excitement of the Monday night, the build-up, the big game, it's like they can't help themselves but by deviating from the the methodology that we've actually laid out for them, laid out for them in a freaking red carpet where they're able to just sit back on an average Sunday and collect unit after unit and betting teams that, well, remember, last week – we came on the show, and I said, Dave, why are you chasing – this was a client question. It was a fan, fan question. It was, why are you chasing the Pacers, and why are you chasing the Lakers and the Rockets and all these teams that at that moment – because obviously if anybody is listening to the show, you can go on last week's radio show, and we, we talked about this when they were on the losing side. Now a week later, 
and they are on the winning side. When you said, look, I've seen this sample for many, many years. When a team is getting double digits at home in the NBA, the, the variance of me winning, and uh, hopefully I'm, I'm saying this correctly, over that many year sample size is profitable, and you're just auto betting certain spots. And look, a week later, I have clients text me, go, man, Nice job with the Lakers last night. You know, nice job with the Pacers yesterday. So it's like, you know, I I think we're getting through to these guys so much better than in the past because they were so used to just jumping ship as soon as there was two two losses in a row with the same team. But now it's like they they're just under they understand how to do this correctly, which again it's it, it all comes down to you doing your um the education that you provide to for free. So if anybody's listening to the show, you can go on YouTube and you could follow Dave's YouTube channel. Uh, you could DM me privately off the show. I could give you the, the actual link. Um, there's a lot of education that Dave provides for absolutely free that is good for any just gambler, any guy that's just trying to do this for fun even, to just understand the basic foundation of what we do. So you know, I think it's it's just funny how a week later, Dave, we're having this conversation, and it's the complete reverse. Those those same teams have been winning for us consistently, with having a really good week last week, with having a good night last night. And again, I'm not. It doesn't matter. I'm not sitting here riding a high horse because we had a winning light last night. But just good to to get back from all that negativity from those particular teams in the last couple weeks to now it's the reverse. So. Just wanted to put well, that, that kind of and, and and that sums up those bad teams. Both of them were basically out of it on the spread by ten points in the third, and the the, the two favorites just kind of let the back door open. That's part of your value too of taking those teams. You know what I mean? Because you saw it. I mean, at one point, at one point, the Pacers. I think I took some plus. Yeah, I took some plus twenty three and a half. Yeah, at one point, and I was just thinking, okay, this is the now this is the only one that's really in play. The other one's kind of, you know, still got a little bit of life, but not really. And the last couple of weeks, you've seen some back doors open that were miraculous. And, and yeah, that's just part of the value late in the season taking these teams. So yeah, the, the undesirables is the way to go, especially at the end of the season. So basically what you're saying is, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm saying this incorrectly as well, is so at the end of the season, the teams that are favorites by double digits traditionally take their gas off the pedal because for whatever reason they're trying to not burn out their guys going into the playoffs, and it's not necessary yeah. for them oh, to win by 10-plus. It's worth a lot. Right, yeah. right. Okay. It's, it's, one of the best, it's one of the best fundamentals. You just kind of nailed it. Well, we've gone over it before, but yeah, they're 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 basically like, well, we got this. We're going to the playoffs, and it, there's just something about it when you get to when you get those big numbers, and then and then those the undesirable teams, they're not thinking about the postseason. They're like, well, let's just at least finish the season out as strong as we can, and and you saw it in football. I mean, it ran real good in football this year too. The last few weeks, those those bad teams crushed it. So. Right, that's my that's my go-to. Is, is the, these teams late in the season to sum it all up? Are you speci- are you specifically talking about Jacksonville beating up on the Colts last game oh, yeah, in the all season? Those kind of teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jacksonville's always one of them every year. <laughs> Nothing new there. Jackson, you know, Jacksonville treated you guys really well this year overall. Yeah. You know, from uh, know. from DK and you know having playing the Bills and beating them outright to you know at the end of the year, it's, it's funny how bad teams that traditionally the public like I just don't unless you're a sharp I just never at least from my personal experience and I get my sample size of people that I talk to is very limited from just a friend or just a gambler, I never see them take those plus 13s. They can't even get it out of their mouth. I, mean, they, I can't see them taking the Pacers plus 11. I can't see them taking the Lakers late because the line improved. It's just they just don't do it. It's just, I guess, the, the brain as a gambler, it's not – the brain is not allowing them to see through the smoke of a team that is as bad as they are 
all they see is LeBron is out. The Lakers basically are out of the playoffs. What do they have to play for? They're probably going to get blown out by the Suns, who are but you know, but trending but upward. To that person, but if you were to say to that person, exactly. it's already factored in more than it should be. Their brain just can't get that. That's kind of what they can't get that. Right? That they can't. That that same person wouldn't even take plus nineteen. They they're just going. They wouldn't. No, I don't want You're anything right. to do with this, no matter the number. You know what I mean? So. Whenever you're just going, I don't want anything to do with this, no matter the number. This is this is a big leak. So, but that's where it's. <clears throat> I think it's psychologically they are prone to seeing the news, which is watching Sports Center, which is talking to their buddies, which is basically they're a lot of the guys are gambling off hype. They're not gambling off a spread of a number improving, off value, off limited juice. Right. I mean, all these exactly. factors that matter to you, to them, it's all hype. You know, so it's it's just funny to see both perspectives day in and day out on well, my you, end, and I'm you, sure you, you see it as well. To, you're starting to really get it all super sharp. Everything you say is like, is, is what we've gone over and is right. I mean, sorry. I mean, yeah, not trying to pump you up too much. But yeah, you're getting it. You get it. Well, so I think I've I've learned, and I've been around you long enough, and 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 our good friend Micah, who's going to be joining the show, um, at toward the end doing a master segment, he's really caught on for a while now of all you know the 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 actual logistics of what you do, and you know he reciprocates it to me as well. So I feel like it's like the people in your corner. If you have the right circle and, around you, and you're able to grow and understand and and you're coachable, like I feel like I am. It's I, I feel like I'm finally getting it, and it's important for me to get it because you know we had some, you know, some riffraff throughout the season where I wasn't, you know, and I'll say I wasn't, but I wasn't able to explain to the client correctly everything that you want them to do because there's so many little pieces like never buying off the number, not paying extra juice, all these things that. I have to be very honest with these people and very transparent for them to have the highest net return long-term. And I feel like during the season, mm-hmm. I made a couple small mistakes when we were reciprocating the games, and I'll be honest with a lot of clients, and I told them. And since then, I feel like we've been riding this wave and being very successful, even on winning weeks. I know I'm doing something right, Dave, is when even on losing weeks with the pregame consulting that we provide to these guys i don't hear any negativity it's like they get it they didn't you know they didn't chase and triple or quadruple their wagers because it's a loss the previous day they follow the program and then the following week we win it all back plus some and it's like they they get it so i know when i'm not getting the negativity even on losing weeks we're doing something right because we're breaking through that initial shell that that the shock factor of a loss so um, but let me ask you a question. When you, now that we're heading into the NBA playoffs, does a strategy change at all? Is it very similar, or it's, it's a little bit different now that you know, you're weeding out those plus 13s, plus 15s? Yeah, I mean, it's, you just got to assume every team is up for every game. When usually you're, you're, you're betting on certain teams either looking ahead or um, – on a downer from the last game. Other than when a team's down 0-3, that's the spot that's really tricky. I still don't know how to handle that. I feel like when a team is down 0-3, they factor in that, that they're not up for that fourth game, but I seem to always still take the team. And I feel like over all these years, I could be down money there. So that's the one tricky spot. I don't like when a team's down 0-3. Um, but yeah, other than that, I just assume every team's up for every game and, and don't factor in any. Well, not I don't. I factor in some emotion when a team's down 0-2. Um, that's worth a couple points. That it's that it's an all-in must-win game, and, and they seem to they seem to it's somewhat factored in, but they seem to still cover the number. The, the down 0-2s. Uh, but yeah, game one, you're just looking at straight power rankings who's at home, injuries, no look ahead spot, no, no, not much emotion. Just who's better, what's spread, and, and go from there. 
So I don't know if that answers your question, but that's how I do it. <clears throat> Got it. Um, so, you know, it's it, it's fun to hear different, you know, analogies. I mean, when, when Micah comes on and, you know, with, with basketball, he has basically been, you know, you were his mentor for many years now, and he's, he's able to define these nuggets outside of the sport, and he's a big golf guy. You don't, so you ever follow his, uh, his golf, or it's just you don't really touch it? I just, I just don't, I didn't even know he, well, I, I, that's kind of tricky. I've, I've seen some of the bets, but I just don't really bet golf. So I just, I don't follow it really at all. I let you guys bond with that. <laughs> Cause yeah, I, I don't want to, I don't bet it. I don't know. And I, and I could be convinced that's a leak that maybe I should, that I should get more into it. But as it stands, no, I don't, I don't. I don't really get involved. I mean, trust me, with we we all know you have enough volume to keep you busy for years. You don't need <laughs> yeah. that anymore. <laughs> Pretty much, that's how I feel too. Is like, I know he has some some pending bets, but uh, when when is that when is that tournament or whatever that he that he bet? So the every tournament starts on Thursday and it goes to Sunday. It's a four day tournament. Um, there's different types of wagers that you can make, whether you do individual matchups. Uh, you, whether you do, if you're going to make the cut, but mostly what what Micah does is he he spreads out about eight or nine golfers to win, and then you always have the long shots. The, basically, the way it works is if you have somebody that's you know twenty to one or ten to one, you're going to basically if they win, you're breaking even on all your wagers because you're putting out eight or nine golfers. So really the uh-huh. way that you win, and he's done this earlier in the season, is he's taking a long shot, three or four long shots, along with it's usually about 60-40, where he'll have 60% of guys that are in the range of 10 to 25 to 1, and then the other 40%, at least from what he's shown me, is are the long shots. But And he's had a couple long shots win, which you only have to win a couple tournaments tournaments throughout the entire slate of the, the season for it to actually be profitable as long as they're the long shots. And then the other tournaments, I mean, you could, you know, just break even or win a little bit if the if the guy that's a 20-to-1 that's winning. So um, it's a unique way to do it. And you're obviously, you know, like Tiger for tomorrow, the guy that we everybody knows, everybody's talking about. He's actually playing in the Masters. Um, he's actually 40-to-1 to win it all for, you know, for a guy that has as much – master's experience and and we'll dig into this more in 15 minutes when Micah comes on you know it's just very exciting it's the one tournament a year where it's like golf's been going on all winter or at least for the last the main tour for the last month and a half but now that college basketball's over it's always the masters the following weekend so there's always a lot of hype there's always a lot of excitement it's the the single biggest tournament throughout the year so I'm excited because I'm a golf nut obviously that you know but um, you know, I'm I'm excited. But you know what also starts tomorrow? Baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Baseball starts tomorrow. Do you have any uh, Do you have any insight of what it's going to look like? I know you've been working very very hard. Is yes, it something we're going to expect? Where it's overnight plays? Is it going to be day of the game? Or what type of strategies? Just to give a little bit of a a clue to the clients I, I, that have already subscribed. I think, I think, um, well, I'm going to see, because like I used to do NBA the day, the day before, and then they, they slashed all the limits, even offshore, which tells me they were getting beat or there was a lot of COVID scratches or whatever. So I kind of want to, I'm not sure yet to answer the question. I'm not sure. Probably the day of the game, but because you just can't bet that much overnight. You can't bet really anything. And then, and then the day of the game, you know, with everybody having more to take that in baseball, if you shop around, I mean, you're, you're betting juice free, basically. And I, I know it's, I know it's harder to win around post, but some of them, some of them have to, some of them will become plays just because they move so much. So probably a combination of both, like how probably how we're doing it in basketball, 
some in the daytime and some around post. Um, so yeah, that's that's the plan. But I don't plan to I don't plan to I don't plan to get too involved at the beginning. So I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait a couple weeks in and keep and and Got it. probably probably I'll I'll have a ton of plays daily after the first round of the NBA playoffs. That's that's gonna be my go-to. I think. Okay. I'm pretty excited. Well, that's, that's good to yeah. know. I mean, I'm excited myself. Yeah. I mean, me personally, um, I've been very, and I know we talked about this on the radio all last summer with Brian. Um, you know, I have an over system that it's really the only thing that I personally have developed and created and feel like it's pretty dialed in year after year um, where, you know, because I think with me completely it's not similar to you, but it's, I use the obviously the money management and the able to present the long run approach with any sport, but it's I just believe with baseball systematically it's, it's the one sport that statistical data matters more than any other sport. I mean, because yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't care too much about you know points per game, points against in college basketball or NBA or football. Whereas in baseball, you know, I don't usually run this system at all for the first month. I need at least five pitching rotations because what I'm doing is I only do overs. So I'm never touching the side. All I cared about is run scored, and I need at least five pitching rotations. And I also factor in every day into the system is who are the actual relievers available because if you know who the availability is, then you could track you know, the last three innings is the gauge of the ERA that's going to be open to that game as well. And then obviously I know maybe most people don't think of it, but when you're playing with biometric pressure outside, the ball carries, not that it factors in that much to the equation, but it factors in enough for me to give it a rating of sorts where I have in my own rating system. So when I have all these and I plug them in and I have a really strong algo that I feel like is, is profitable. I mean, again, I'm not setting the world on fire, but it's, it's profitable. It's, I've done it the last three years myself, and I believe it's going to present a really good edge for us on the system. Well, I am setting the world on fire. Well, and it's very easy. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll be playing the Cubs with Hendricks. At home, I'll be playing Brubaker at St. Louis against Wainwright. I'll be playing Cincinnati with Mal against Fried. And that's what I'll be doing, and probably Bumgartner against Darvish to round it out tomorrow because the opposite of what everybody else does, which is what they do, is they wait. The dogs have all the edge early in the season, so all I'm playing is a 50% proposition. I know tomorrow that if I bet the Cubs, if I bet Pittsburgh, if I bet Cincinnati, and if I bet Arizona, more than likely I'm going to go two and two and make money. All nice dog prices. I get the Cubs at home on opening day. I get Arizona with Bumgartner at home on opening day. I do have to swallow a little harder and take Pittsburgh on the road at St. Louis, and I do have to swallow a little harder and uh, um, take the other, um, which one is it, Um, uh, Cincinnati on the road at Atlanta. But, again, as you guys know, I'm high volume on the dog side. Yesterday, I've already been looking at these games. So if you're listening to this radio show, I'm not randomly playing these games. What I am looking to do is be exactly what Dave's talking about in baseball. The worst teams at the bottom are the teams that will be playing the most. Pittsburgh, Baltimore. The teams that will be fading will be the teams at the top. Dodgers, et cetera, as we've already talked about last week on last week's show. We broke all the games down. So – Again, there is a method to my madness. Dodgers, I'm going to be looking to fade all season. Astros looking to fade all season. Mets looking to fade all season. White Sox looking to fade all season. I'm going to be looking to play Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Arizona, and your Colorado team when I get good spots. Let's not forget, even though Colorado is supposed to be in the bottom three, it's Baltimore, um, it's it's uh, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Arizona, Colorado, the bottom four in terms of the early standings. Let's not forget the best home team record in all of baseball last season printing money was the Colorado Rockies. I don't 
talking about barometric pressure, your mile high. I don't expect that to change. I'm always going to be looking to take the Rockies when I can get them as a dog price at home. Obviously, if they're a favorite price, I'm going to leave them alone. Um, and anyway, that's that. So for all you listeners, you're going to go crazy yeah. on my four plays tomorrow. Don't do that unless you're in with my whole system. My system I, is I, completely different than Dave's. Go ahead. I I think I think that the one thing the Rockies that 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 play the one thing that that has going for it is that they're just a bad team. So you're gonna so because they're a bad team, even though they're good at home, I, I don't think your average person's really looking to bet them just because they're bad. So. I think that could have some value all year as well. If they were a good team, though, I don't. I think that I, I don't think that strategy would work. I think it would be more than factored, and it would be a Dodgers situation of last year. You know, it'd be the reverse. But right, so my right. point is, and it's, you could you could almost back this maybe for a, a few years. I mean, if not more. I mean, because people just don't want to back bad teams. I know how people think. So whenever, even though it's night and day home to away against the number, well, against the price in baseball, I I, I, I think this is something you could ride, you know. And, and yeah, you, you were saying that last year, give you credit. You were saying, how oh, they're looking good, keep betting them at home. And, and, they, and they kept rolling. And so I just, I could see that. I could see that one definitely. And fading the Dodgers. I could see those two. So if Dodgers come here, you got one of your top plays. Oh wait, they do come here. Oh, I noticed that. So you guys can start out right away with John's system. You got both. There you, you go. Got both of his fundamentals. You got Colorado, and which are also when you when you, when you talk about post. Mm-hmm. Let's take uh, tomorrow. The two worst, two of the four worst teams in baseball start tomorrow. So you got Arizona. And you have um, Pittsburgh. Arizona's at home, which I already told you I'll be on them against Darvish. But what you're, what I noticed is the opener was 50 cents. Now it's 63 cents. So, so what I'm hoping is this is where I wouldn't be betting dogs early. If you're a dog better like me, you want to bet late at post because, as you said, most people are going to back the good teams. So right now I can get, let's say I I got a, let's say I can get on a 10 cent line 200 on on a. Pittsburgh. The odds are it's probably going to go up to $0.10, cents, $0.20, cents, $0.30. Cents. So I would say in terms of early betting versus late betting, my system is basically all underdogs only. You basically want to get as close as to post as you possibly can as the public money mm-hmm. comes in and pushes up the favorites on a daily basis. Well, especially especially a team like that. Um, I, I For myself, I for myself on that game, I would look to take the run line if I was going to play it. Um, but right. kind of the same same concept. It's a team like that. I mean, nobody's. We. I mean, we yeah, obviously can't guarantee that line will go up. But <laughs> you know, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. Nobody really wants these teams. Um, so, and then and then at the same time, you have to have the discipline. If they go down, then you have to have the discipline to pass as well. You have to, because you you have to say to yourself, not in all cases, but in most cases, you have to go well. The ball is gone because they, they they can't be that far off and and have the discipline to pass. This is this is where I think a lot of people go wrong if you don't have the discipline to pass. And so that's another that's another reason I like my mass volume. It's like I'm really never tempted to chase anything because. I have so many plays, you know. It's on to the next play. hundred percent. So yeah, but but exactly. if you tell somebody, hey, we have one play today, uh, which so far we actually only have one play. Um, well, two all coming right now. But if you tell people, hey, only better that whatever, and then they they have one play and they don't have the price. From what you guys have told me, and I'm going to take your word for it, these people are not going to pass the play. They're taking the half point. No, orders. they're going to take. I don't know. That's hundred percent. That that's, that's not, anymore. not anymore. Not anymore. Sure? They take it worse. It's no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm but telling do you, think you, Dave, they actually pass. They have to. Uh, they, if they but don't, do you that think the numbers they actually like, do though. 
Uh, my personal opinion yeah. is I have less faith in humanity than Mike does. I believe they play every game regardless. They lie to us and tell us they pass. Why they're where they're where there's where their account well, looks completely the loss, different. The, well, the the wins that become losses at the end of the week, they maybe they make up that our numbers are exact. Cause what I do every Monday morning, Dave, because I'm so diligent, is I I block out about four hours where I could text or call every client and go over last week's history, win or lose, because I want to make sure that the money management is accurate and. Every guy I talk to is right on the number. Yep, I lost this many units. I won this many units, whatever it may be, week to week. So unless they're too embarrassed to tell me that they ended up playing the game and they didn't get the number, then that's more power to them. But from what I'm hearing, again, ever since we had the conversation, and again, you know, we're running a business, and things change. And for you, because – you have been doing this for so many years. It's hard for you to teach somebody versus just do it yourself. So I feel like you broke through to me. I completely am a 100% believer of every single little minuscule detail that I am. So I'm like, I am, I don't play around. I just don't. I take it so seriously now. No. But, say, but let well, me ask you a question. You know, if, yeah. if, you, if you have like 60 or 70 picks in a week, it's, it's more than that of college and pro are together when you see six or seven of them push that kind of puts it into perspective it's like okay wait a minute if i lost all of those instead of pushed them where would i stand and this is just one week so now if you look at like three or four months this is maybe your entire win rate and it could turn you into like a 10 a 10 unit winner instead of a 10 unit loser just at half point so when you really look at it like when that, you, it's like, okay, every half point is everything, you know. And, and, then, and then you add when it gets better with no new information. I mean, I do. That's my strategy. Um, but, yeah, so many games fall right around the numbers. So it's we, So I think when people, if people get that, then, we, then we'll have faith in them. <clears throat> but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, so it's a, little, it's a little different with baseball because now you're back to money lines now it's getting the best of the the money line number again for me personally i'm not much of a run line better i'm a dog better i'll you know i understand your strategy is different than mine but i'm just saying you remember it's also a mindset that you already know that if 100 people bet football 70 people 70 people bet basketball we're talking about squares and 30 people bet baseball the biggest conversations that we have this time of year, year over year. I was talking to a guy last. Well, John, year. hold up before you finish, cl- before you finish before you finish that. Do you think it's changed? And this is a question for you. Do you think it's changed because of the legalization that it's not thirty anymore? It's maybe fifty because they can have it in every state that it's legal, like FanDuel and DraftKings, where they are playing it. Just asking. I mean, you you just putting it out there because I know year after year we've had that conversation. But do you believe it? I had it last years, night. I had it, la- I, had it la- I had it last night with a client. I don't like a sport. I know nothing about it. I don't watch it. We were talking about my hockey and my horse racing. I got 10 races going right now at Philadelphia Parks Racetrack with my race syndicate. The guy didn't like hockey. I do nothing but print money in hockey with my sources. I basically got highly involved in hockey and horse racing once Brian passed away almost in memoriam. The, the sources that he was dealing with, I basically picked up and, and, and hooked up with. And I literally got last night. And you can make the same argument when it comes to uh, baseball. I don't like the sport. I know nothing about it. I don't really watch mm-hmm. it. Blah, 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 blah. So, yes, I would say that the biggest conversation we have at this time of year with clients is them not wanting to just play the NBA playoffs and then just stopping, understanding that each sport is a market and as long as you can get an edge it really shouldn't even matter mm-hmm. yeah right at the same time though you have and let's to... let's let's admit it let's admit baseball is boring i have a 17 year old son who's an absolute <laughs> yeah. basketball and football freak and yeah, he likes baseball but he could take it or leave it hey dad will you take me to the opening game sure i'll take you to the opening game april 11th when they they start their homestand here in in, in ball but is he going to like want to go to multiple games throughout the entire season? No. Would he want to go to a Ravens game every week? Absolutely. That's the difference. Yeah. 
If he, you know, and, uh, if and, I take him the four games, if I take him the four games in seven months, the Orioles will be lucky. But the Ravens know that I can get, they can get me all seven games. <laughs> but it's, eight games but it's also a little, it's also a little bit different because I feel like, at least, with the demographic of clients that are joining, specific, specifically with Dave, they are traders. They are guys that are trading other assets where it's financial, where it's not just sports. So to them, I'd say 20 to 30% of the overall clientele that we have are not guys that are fans of the game that are watching. They're simply using this as a financial tool. So to them, they don't care if it's baseball. They don't care if it's basketball. They don't care if it's football. Football is different because everybody traditionally watches football. A lot of people don't watch NBA. A lot of people bet NBA. They might watch it on their phones, but they're not actively sitting in front of the TVs watching NBA every night unless you're a true fan of the game. So, you know, I, I think it's a little bit more than that this year where baseball, at least from what I've seen, is a lot more acceptable. A lot more clients have joined. A lot more clients are open to it than in years past. And I'm, I don't know the exact percentages of it, but I do believe that now people are really looking at it as it's the sport of kings. I mean, you can make an absolute fortune betting baseball because we're not going to sit here and lay huge favorites. We're not getting killed with minus 200s betting Kershaw every week. It's like that's the square side. So, you know, I think people are so used to following our lead now that we're not going to put them in a bad proposition. And so I believe it's it's expanded. The market's gotten bigger, especially for the clientele, because the old-school bookmakers wouldn't take it. They would shut down for the summer because they never had the volume. We're now FanDuel, DraftKings, Barstool, all these online apps that people have access to. They don't really care. I mean, I talk to people every day. They're betting tennis. They're betting hockey. Not Again, it's a smaller percentage. They're betting golf. They're he's, talking, player he's, props. he's talking to me. <laughs> right, they're they're doing player props. They're doing everything. I mean, there's so many different fantasies. I mean, to a guy that's doing this year round, obviously football will always be king in terms of the volume. But I think it's the the number is increasing by the year that we're having the new breed of gambler, the guy that's just turning 21, 22, 23, that now has FanDuel accessibility that never knew who a bookmaker was, that now could just open an account from his phone at home like he's been doing with FanDuel for you know fantasy and now could open up a sports book and be able to be in the know. So, you know, I'm excited. And in two minutes, we have a very special guest coming on the show, Mr. Micah Smith from Legend Next Door, who is going to be giving us a full master's breakdown so Dave could start to make sure you get your pen and paper out to write down these selections Mike is going to be go over. We're going to be all rich by the end of the Masters, and maybe Tiger's the winner, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, uh, yeah. My my um my question to you, David. Somebody just texted me while we're on there. Why do you wait two weeks? Is it because you're too busy with um, NBA playoffs, or because you quote unquote want to see how the teams do? That's what the question, the client, the question asked me in in, in regard. Yeah, to a combination, a combination of both. I, don't, I really don't get too involved either in um, in basketball the first couple weeks. College, I don't I don't really get involved for like a month because yeah, I want to I want to I want to make sure I'm focused on what I'm doing and also see a little bit of what's happening and develop reads. But after that first couple weeks, I'll, I'll probably have quite a few plays. Yeah, and we can, we can, yeah, and then, and then it's just every day I'll have a lot of stuff every day, and I think we'll do all right. Pretty confident, not as confident as you guys with all your golf bets, but <laughs> we're really bringing him on to talk about golf. Course, we can talk about other things, but it's the matter, but Dave, do you understand? What the, we got to get you down there. You know, it's right in his backyard. I'm, I'm almost upset at this point. And we both are not there in person on the course tomorrow. That's where we should be. He never invited us. Okay. Oh, okay. So you know, maybe I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna dig in a little bit on that because why am I not at the Masters this year? Because they've been they've been a couple times. 
So they, you know, they go. I got to get it off my bucket you're list. They go. They've been a couple of times. Yes. You think? Yeah. Yep. So they go. They've been wow. to a few Masters now. It's not far. Augusta, Georgia. I mean, uh, John, how far away is that from them? Maybe an hour. No, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, uh, two no, hours. Not even. Gotcha. Not even. So you know, it's right in their backyard, and they're big golf freaks. And when we came out to Vegas last, and when we saw you, we played. So you know, what do you to us, pay to do? What do you pay to go to that? So I went to. No clue. I don't know for that one specifically. Um, I went to the one in my hometown last year, the Caves Valley. It was a BMW Championship. My tickets were actually so. It's funny. The first day I went, the tickets were, I think seventy five dollars for for the day, and I think they were as low as if you want. But that remember, there's grandstand tickets, which is basically clubhouses that they set up these pavilions where you could set up on the hole and you get food accommodations. It's not just general walking around. Well, I think the general walking around was 50 bucks. But then the funny thing is one of my really good friends, his dad happened to live on the golf course. So I literally, the last day I just went to his house, parked at his house and walked across the lawn and I was on the golf course. So didn't even need it. But Micah, you here? I think Micah is on with us now. Can you hear us? Guess not. He just sent me a text that he was on. Micah. Nope. Guess they're having a little bit of a technical difficulty, but um It's yeah, alright. Somebody we got I think John we're having a little We got John Syndicate. There he is. We don't need we, yeah, exactly. You know, it was. It, 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 no, it's. I love you guys. It's. It, it is amazing to me. I will <laughs> harp and not try to repeat myself about the worrying about if you watch it, if you like it, if you know anything about it. Because I mean, in reality, like you said, you know, I was listening to you in the earlier segment of the show, um, and you were saying, you know, people don't understand that it's baked into the line. Well, it, the in the essence, the, when somebody initially starts wagering on sports. In their mind, it's all about betting the better team. They don't understand the line. They don't get the whole yeah. line is the great equalizer. You know, yeah, they, their right. mindset is, you're, oh, I'm betting the better team. And then, like you said, you got all these money line suckers that you know. And I don't mean laying two hundred, but I'm talking about you know the the new the new the new clients that are parlaying four hundred dollar money lines. Oh, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy till it till it's not easy. And, you know, and they they you know. <clears throat> People get burned consistently I, 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 laying this. Yeah, I think I think all these rules like don't bet this, bet that, bet this. I, I try not to do that, but it is hard, especially in baseball. You really don't want to get into the habit of of laying up big numbers all over the place. So that's right. But like today, I'm sitting here going, "Wow, the Suns is a is a standard play today in, in NBA, and they're super." public or the best team so you know and if i just were to go well i'm never i'm not betting the the better teams or uh, i'm not going to bet the good teams i would just miss this like what i think is a standard spot um but yeah so so what i'm saying i guess is try try not to put these rules i'm going to do this i'm going to do that but i think if you just stay away from the big the big chalk that is probably best, or or you just lay the the run and a half. You know that that's probably the better way to bet <clears throat> those type of teams. And then and then on the on the price on the one on the one and a half. You know, obviously they factor in are they the home team or or the road team? Um, the home because because the road team you know obviously gets to play the the ninth inning for sure. Um, and sometimes, sometimes laying the one and a half if you're off the home team, you're not going to get the bottom of the ninth. But that's all factored in as well. So my advice, if you guys want big chalk, anyone out there, we're not telling you don't do it, but maybe you look at the run line as an option. That's my baseball tip of the day. Got it. Got it. Yep. Well, so uh, our golf I'm going to I'm going to do a I'm going to do a quick segment here because we did promise our listeners. We're having some difficulties with uh, Micah getting on the show. They're, you know, the programmer can't get him 
he could hear us, so he could hear us, you know, talking about him, but we can't hear him. So I'm going to go over we love just you, man. I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's I'm going to go over some of the big people talking. <laughs> yeah, but you can't, you can't get feedback. Yeah. I heard something pop through. My, one more time. This last time. Micah? Yo. There you are, bro. Oh, he's here. Yeah, there he is. All right, all right. Yeah. What's going on? Mr. Legend next door. What's going on, brother? Doing all right, man. How about you guys? We're great. John is fired up. Have great. you heard the show, John? John is fired wow. up about dogs. He's already dog betting. He's already here. Oh, I'm going against I'm going against your Braves. I'm going against your Braves tomorrow. That's probably a good thing. It's a good time to fade him. Yeah, that's all year that's probably. A, There'll be some value built in. So let me ask price. you, right. Mike, Micah, for all the golf listeners, I know you made a nice 10, 12 dime hit last week, but you did not bet prior to the match. So there is an opportunity to lie. I wanted you to, I didn't want to bring it up till I had you on the air. Like you said that sure. you won, you, you, it was 200 to one, whoever won, then you rebet them live at like 20 to one the last day of the game. So it's just because the match starts tomorrow doesn't mean you just, you can't keep readjusting a live betting, correct? Correct. Yeah, there, there are a lot of good tools. Uh, it's called, it's one one website is called Data Golf. They give you live strokes gain data, like strokes gained off tee, approach, putting, and whatnot, and you can kind of see how it's playing out, who's uh, hitting good approach shots, who's driving the ball well but not putting well because putting is very high variance. So, you know, if they have a good putting day and they continue their approach shots, I mean, they can you know easily shoot five or six or seven under on an easy course like last week in Texas. So it just worked out that way. So, I mean, J.J. was a few shots back, and then it just it just seemed like the right opportunity to jump in. Interesting. Yeah. I'm looking at the website right now. I'm trying to find Big Mike's numbers, but it's not on here. Whose numbers? Mm-hmm. Oh, Mike. Oh, for me. Uh, Mike. No, they have. They have. The, they, they're going to readjust when I arrive at Augusta tomorrow. So, you know, I, I think I'm paired up with uh, Mickelson in the first round. We Are you going this year, Mike? To a tournament. I am not going this year, man. Kids get in the way with my weekends now. But we all Got do that. need to go. Um, yeah, we all need well, to go. What year did go you go? Year. You went like three years ago? Yeah, it's like three years ago. I had a friend that had uh, he has four day passes. He has four four badges for all four days. So he let us take one uh, day from him. I think it was a Thursday. So we went the first day and uh, spent all day there. It's a beautiful place. It's definitely. We asked Brian to come that year too. He was coming and he canceled on us last minute. <clears throat> right, right. Because I know he loved it. So we had, we invited him, but. He canceled on us, and we get, had another friend that went ahead and come. But, yeah, we all should go one year. It's definitely worth what it costs. So when I'm looking at this right now, and it says a predictive model, the live predictive model, and it says J.J. spawned 100% and lit up in red. They're basically saying he's the favorite right now to win? That's last week's tournament after the tournament was over. So he 100% oh, won. Oh, I'm right? sorry. The tournament was over. Got, it, yeah, got, but, it, got 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 it. Now, yeah, so you can – now, tomorrow they will not have strokes gain data on the Masters because they the Masters do not allow that to happen. You know, they kind of make their own rules. But for the rest of the PGA Tour tournaments, yes, you will be able to do that. <clears throat> you kind of have to do everything. Like, they don't allow greens books or anything like that on the for the players. So they, they make their own rules. You know, it's just a whole separate world on that tournament. <clears throat> Now, Mike, is it? I thought that they were taking away the the greens books for all the tournaments. They're not. They're just for they Masters did. so far. Cor- no, no, no. It is all the tournaments, correct? But if you, in the past, you can't. You, they, they wouldn't even allow that in the past. Does that make sense? There's, Got it. So in the past, they, they were never allowed greens books, but other yeah. tournaments did. Oh yeah, Got sure, it. always. You know, the Masters just has their own rules about everything. You know, just you know, only certain members can be members. Like you out can't there. wear shorts. Yeah can't wear shorts yeah you can't oh no you can't wear shorts you can't bring a cell phone in there's no cell phones there but all the other tournaments you can so yeah they don't want you to resell really? different pictures and stuff like that yeah so that means john can't go 
John would uh, have to yeah. turn in six cell swords? phones. Yeah. I can't wear yeah. swords? Uh-oh. That's, that's going to kill me. I don't know about that. I guess the, yeah, the swords thing is probably right. I'm, I don't remember that. I don't, I don't think I was, that's a spectator I was gonna, I was thing. I think it's a, just a player thing. Well, all the players have to wear pants during the games. I mean, during the, during the tournament. <clears throat> but even in the practice round, they don't allow shorts. Oh, uh, correct. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, yeah there's one right. guy just yeah, got in trouble uh, on Tuesday or something like that. Or Monday. Oh, really? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, they had to bring him pants, and he put it over his shorts. <laughs> I, don't know. I, didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> but, but the other term is you can wear shorts on practice days, I believe, right? I think so. I mean, in regular, yeah, the main tournament, sure. no, you can't wear shorts. But right. I think on the practice rounds, you can. Practice days, yes. Correct. Exactly. Yes, sir, man. But, you know, it's you got your future best it's the history. I'm putting them in now, so we're not going to have too much time to give out the games because we've had such okay. a great show for the selections. But what I will allow, anybody that actually listens to the show could contact me after the show. We will gladly take care of you guys. Mr. Micah Smith has already released all of his master's plays. I have them in my phone as we speak. I've already bet them. So give me a shout after the show. I'll, I'll let hook you up. And as always, Dave is multitasking. I'm not going to release the two games that he had sent over to us. They've firing already been away released live. to members. Firing away. They've already been released to all members. So all the members that are listening to the show should have already two plays inputted for tonight's card. The sun, the Suns was this. I know I said the Suns already. That opened. They were laying one and a half. It's bet all the way up to basically almost three now. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who bets these games. I don't know. Who, I don't know. But yeah, it's a standard spot. Anything can happen, though. I love it. Yeah, it's one game. Again, nobody overemphasizes individual games. They know better. It's all the long game. And I, like I said, you know. This is the time to be a follower, not play your own games. We have a lot of good things on the horizon. And we'll do and it let's again have next another week. Next week. Yep. See you guys. See you guys. Bye-bye.